Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast and the final episode of season two before we start The Alchemist. Thank you so much out of all of the podcasts that you had to choose from today on this beautiful, shining, bright Saturday, or at least hopefully where you are it is, uh, that you chose mine. And um, today I'm going over the second half and uh, more close to recent episodes in Revelation and what we learned from them and how we're going to be using the lessons from them going forward and kind of the stories behind what inspired the content and, you know, how I used some of these episodes to better the journey uh, for myself and hit some of these goals and some of the times where I tripped over things and uh, didn't really hit things the way that I thought that I was going to. I stopped at the last episode on Wednesday at episode 10, which is the herbalism. And I thought that that was really important. Again, just to review, uh, I found along the way that herbs were so important to my health. And it was something that I never was educated on. It was something that I was never taught by anybody or Um, you know, it just, it wasn't something that I thought was available, uh, at any different, you know, vitamin store or that you could find it in an organic food section or even start cooking with it, things like that. And a lot of the -the over-the-counter medicines had a lot of the ingredients, uh, that I was using in, in, what I learned to be cooking with different herbs and throwing herbs together, fruits, um, vegetables, different things that actually help uh, different ailments that you have. And I had done a concentration on that with my wreath business back in the early 2000s when I had done aromatherapeutic properties. And that was, you know, dealing with the senses and things like that. But when you're talking about herbs and you're ingesting things, it's a totally different program. And so that episode actually um, was a perfect segue into um, ending the last episode and beginning this one. So I put the uh, advertisement in the beginning of the last episode. I just thought that it would be um, better to just go straight through. Uh, So hopefully you've already grabbed your tall something to drink uh, or you have sat back in your comfiest place. It is a weekend, so maybe you're out running errands and hopefully uh, you are going to be leafing back in this off season uh, to some of the episodes that maybe it's worth listening to a couple times or maybe you'll hear something in this episode or the episode before this that will make you say, oh my gosh, I know someone that can have a positive impact from learning these lessons and going through these exercises. I am uh, already excited about the uh, future episodes of the following season. I uh, have some ideas written down, but as those of you who know me know, I start with notebooks and calendars and I just start putting ideas together of different conversations that I'm having with people where I see that they're struggling and I am also struggling in that area or uh, where I have recently just come across a triumph that I didn't even know was happening and um, I want to record it down. I want to make sure that I'm understanding where the lesson is there because a lot of our time is so important, right? You only have so much of it in the day. And then before you know it, that time goes by so fast. And, you know, it's been a week, it's been a month, it's been a year, it's been years, you know, and life is in that moment. And that's something that is a recurring lesson that I'm learning throughout this podcast the whole way through. So uh, number 11 is the synchronicity episode. 
I cannot stress enough how much the synchronicity research that I had done, just scratching the surface of it had changed my life. You know, when I was reading Into the Light, there was a lot of times the first time that I'd read the book that I would stop and I would put the book down on my chest and I would look around the room and I would think to myself, if any of the elements in this book are true, then there's all different kinds of, you know, super things that are happening that I don't see, that I don't feel. And, you know, that's an incredible concept to wrap yourself around, right? And synchronicity, going through the research for that episode was that same kind of feeling. I started to research it, right? And then before I knew it, I was thinking about people and they would give me a call. Uh, You know, I'm not psychic by any stretch of the imagination. I make that no secret to anybody who knows me or doesn't. Um, But I was starting to see certain numbers. You know, I had a big discussion about, um, you know, the 444s, the 111s, the 222s, right? Looking at the clock and seeing the same time all the time. Or thinking of somebody and them saying, you know, I was just thinking of you. Or I can't believe you just said that. I was just thinking that. You know, it started happening more often, more often. Um, You know, it it was just, it was a game-changing, revelatory experience. So, you know, it's a scientific movement. Uh, And as I started to peel the onion a little bit, I started researching a philosopher named Carl Jung, which if you follow me on Instagram, you probably see a lot of his sayings and things like that that come across. And I just went down a complete rabbit hole with it. It was just so significant. Um, You know, the angel numbers all have different significant meaning. And, you know, if you didn't know that, you just think, nah, whatever. But then when you start paying attention to the significant meaning, you start paying attention to the other people who are in line with that significant meaning also. I don't want to get too molecular on that because we just scratched the surface with the synchronicity episode. But it turns out that it was one of our highest rated episodes, which I talk about all the time. And, you know, once you research the phenomena, the more people, you know, start to say, oh my gosh, that's so true. And you start to notice it more. It's kind of like when you buy a new car and nobody else has that car, right? And then all of a sudden, once you pull it off the lot, you start noticing that everybody else has that car too. Or it doesn't have to be a new car, just the car that you have. And you're like, man, I never see this car around. Then all of a sudden, everybody has them. And it's just because it's putting that focus on there. So it may not be a spiritual thing, but it is definitely an enlightenment movement, you know? Um, Synchronicity is something that is fascinating to me. And, you know, I just, I was noticing that, you know, the people that I was thinking about were thinking about me. The things that I was putting goals towards were happening at the same time from the other end, you know, uh, whether it be work or personally, professional, like professionally, you know, with my fitness routine, anything like that. Um, it was just coming full circle. So it was really, really interesting. Number 12, and a huge movement for the podcast, was the opening and reading of The Untethered Soul. So this book was a dark horse in the podcast uh, without without any denying that. It, full disclosure, before starting the book, I'd had a stack of probably 10 books. And, you know, half of them were made up of self-help books. The other half was on angels and the afterlife and, you know, all that other stuff that intrigues me. The choice became clear when reading the reviews for it. 
okay? The reviewers, they, they weren't real clear on the specifics of why it was so recommended, but it just kept talking about how it had changed their lives. People were writing, you know, in and saying, this book changed my life because of this, that, and the other. I knew early on in the book that I'd stumbled across not only something very powerful, but something very educationally significant for where I was at the time. And I had taken on too much responsibility. I had, you know, taken too much of my goals personally. Uh, all the goals that I had were, you know, over overcoming, you know, my, they were overcoming all of my mindless tasks. Like they were taking over. It was like a, you know, a, a mold that was just growing. I wasn't um, in control anymore because I was setting the standards too high for myself and I couldn't understand what was happening. And this book fell onto my lap in such a coincidental, ironic way uh, with the reviews and everything. I kind of just chose it and it started mapping out the reasons why I was feeling the way that I was feeling. And I was learning it all with you guys as I was reading it out loud. It was starting to separate, um, you know, the subconscious mind and, uh, you know, the the regular mind, the things you hear, the things you don't realize that you hear, how you're perceiving things, uh, why you feel the way that you do about the things that you're passionate about. It was just a very incredible book and it was a joy to be able to share in that experience with everybody who was listening. To this moment, it is the highest rated um, of any of the episodes, series or not, um, that I've put on the podcast up until this time. Uh, you know, it had cleared things up for me at the time of reading it so much that, you know, I often go back and will listen to some of the episodes that were my favorite. Uh, I have excerpts that are on post-its that I have throughout some of my calendar entries, some of my notebooks and binders. Uh, it just has a lot of sayings that are beneficial to um, your goals and, and reaching them. The next one is number 13, which is the episode that we did on meditative state. Uh, this episode was great because as much as I address it, it never fails. I take it for granted, the benefits of basic meditation. When I focus on the advantages of meditation and crawl into the individual aspects of center consciousness, the same center consciousness mentioned in The Untethered Soul, going back to what is grounding and how this affects your balance. And, you know, it's something I struggle with all the time is that balance, that give and that take. And, you know, making sure that one thing is taken care of by the other and vice versa and that it comes together in this yin and yang and this perfect recipe of what is working for your goals and how to keep motivated to you know be enlightened be open-minded be patient and know that what is meant for you will see it through you know and so um it was clear that coming back to the basics of meditation in the meditative state episode was, you know, what is impacting my confidence levels? What is impacting my goals? What is impacting my energy? What is my perception of what is going on around me? And the simple episode restored my roots. It had cleared everything off. It enabled me to heighten my patience and perseverance through winding down to the core basics of the meditation practice. 
And you know, the basics at the end of the day are all you need. And I always say that to everybody listening, you know, you don't need a spiritual room to be spiritual. You don't need, you know, a million different colored candles to address different things that you have going on in your life. You don't need, um, you know, you don't need a gym to be, you know, to have a fitness routine. You, uh, all you need is the basics and you're able to make your goals happen. And that's something that through the clouded areas of the world, whether it be marketing and advertising or, you know, campaigns, any anything that uh, sways you in a different direction or another, at the end of the day, the necessities will get you to the goals that you need, maybe even better than with all of the other tools that are out there for you. Number 14 is the episode, The Heated Spotlight. Now, this was one of the episodes that was an incredibly powerful episode for me. It was a very hard episode to be able to do. It um, was a product of a presentation that I had put on. I have a fear of talking in front of people. Everybody who knows me or listens to this podcast knows that. And I'm able to do the podcast because I don't see people. But, uh, you know, I was very good at it at one point in time. And I I won awards for it. I did not have um, like the sickening stress feeling that I have, anxiety when it comes to talking in front of people. And um, I had bit off more than what I could chew as far as Uh, what I thought I knew. I felt, you know, I'd been conquering goals up until that point and everything was going great. I uh, had put myself in a situation where I was in front of very important people. And when questioned about the knowledge that I was presenting, I completely froze up and gave any answer that could roll off the edge of my tongue. And for that reason, I completely Uh, crash and burned. It was awful. And it took me a lot of time and energy and strength to get back up after that. It was, um, it was a hard, hard fall. And, um, you know, it sounds maybe, uh, like it's, uh, a little dramatic, but it was such a huge, Uh, undertaking for me to get up in front of people and to start speaking. And when you're in a situation like that, it just seems like once one thing starts to crumble, it all just goes south if you don't know how to take care of it at the time of. And in this situation, in this atmosphere, at the time that I wrote this episode, uh, I did not have that control or know how to gain it. And I was very intimidated by the audience, which usually also doesn't happen. And the subject matter was not something that I had found myself an expertise in by any stretch. So finding myself answering questions that I didn't know the answer to, it was just pivoting, pivoting, pivoting. And I had to get back up from that. The rejection in that experience was what made this episode so useful to the listeners of season two. Um, I had put a obstacle in front of myself just in general, and I had overshot it, which happens every day to all of us in all of our lives for all the different goals that we have. 
And the magic of this episode was coming out on the other side and saying, you can still be okay. You can still get up from this. You can still feel that rejection and understand that it's part of your journey and be able to extract the lessons from it and then go back later on and be able to conquer. And I did. Um, This hurdle was simply just that. As I moved on with the different weeks that proceeded with the season, um, I found myself in front of different challenges that hit every aspect of what I had felt that I had failed in the heated spotlight in um, number 14. And um, it had made me stronger. It had exercised my endurance level. It had given me faith to say that something is okay. Uh, when embarrassment seems to take over and makes you feel like it's not going to be okay. Now, am I, you know, ready to go sing the Star Spangled Banner in front of an arena of people? Absolutely not. (laughs) But, um, you know, as far as, uh, you know, knowing that everything's going to be okay after feeling like, um, you know, you failed your last fail, that you're done for, you know, um, it was a very uh, revelatory experience to um, look back uh, at that pain and say that it's it's okay and that you can conquer those demons after all. The next one is number 15, which is finding headspace. So this episode through this year, uh, healing mentally, physically, targeting balance, reading and understanding fear, center consciousness, curiosity, is just that research. At some point, your mind yearns for a degree of clarification. And blessed with pretty simple rotating weekly schedules, this episode was in an effort to do a mental stretch, you know? When you have been sitting or laying in the same spot for too long, right? Your mind needs this kind of self-care too. And, you know, finding headspace was saying, okay, Now that we're on a roll and we're improving every day and we're conquering these things and we're falling and we're getting back up and we're failing and we're winning and we're doing all of these things and we're riding the roller coaster of life, you know, when do I make self-care a priority and, you know, what exercises am I going to do? Um, I started doing shower meditations. I started increasing the time balance of my meditations. I went on a different medication for my insomnia. I started getting better night's sleep, quality of sleep. I started incorporating a little bit more exercise into my daily routine. I started, you know, trying different things with my food portioning so I would have more time in my day for balance. It was just finding headspace and that's why that Uh, you know, was so important at that time and for the listeners as well, because those of you who come back and listen to me twice a week, you know, we're trying these, we're trying that, we're trying these, we're trying that. And this was the aha moment to say, you know what, I count too. Um, The goals and everything that's around me is important. My mentality is important. My mental agility is important. Being flexible is incredibly, you know, important. But your comfort level, your health mentally is, again, it comes up all the time. You know, if you forget that, that's the jar in the back of your head. If you let it fill with too many different things, that eventually that jar will bust on yourself and the people that are around you. And it will affect you mentally and it will, it will affect you physically. So that's why Headspace was so important, number 15. 
Number 16 was another amazing curiosity episode. It was quantum energy. Now, these numbers, 1 through 20, they are not in any specific order, really. Um, They are just ones that were our highest rated episodes and had the most impact on some of the listeners and the ones that I got the most feedback from. Um, and different, you know, moving moments of the podcast in its own right. Quantum energy. So energy healing had been in my family for decades at this point. And after the success of the synchronicity episode, I wanted to research the truth in the phenomenon, right? The research, it, it, it sent me on a journey to a different, you know, different areas of the world, you know, different retreats in Costa Rica, Washington State, Arizona, to the energy vortexes, and even to some spots in Japan. So vibrational and binaural beats are this gigantic, amazing mystery. And some of the obvious advantages are right in front of us. A vibrating speaker, a water ripple effect, an echo, a heartbeat. Digging into this was eye-opening and opened doors to so many other topics. Like if you can't connect with, if you can connect with someone, vibe with them on a topic, innovation, commonality, then, you know, it could be a recipe of energetic beats or rhythms. Could those rhythms and energetic beats actually heal ailments? Optimism for the release of negative blockages. Could this be something that would be, you know, the next enlightenment movement, right? Quantum energy. It had derived from, you know, one of the nights I was feeling pretty run down, uh, you know, throughout this season. And, you know, my mom, who is a spiritualist, I talk about often on this podcast, she had said to me, you know, I'm going to send you quantum energy. You know, she is a Reiki master, a regular practitioner. And, you know, she believes in, you know, sending energetically, um, you know, thoughts and understanding and that synchronicity and connecting with people on, you know, that level or across the miles with intention. And um, it was just a really fun episode. It got a lot of listens. It was amazing. If you have a chance to listen to it, I highly suggest it. It is just the beginning. I am definitely going to be looking into that more. Number 17, the emotional connection. I found myself grazing over important pertinent details, really affecting my to-do list, my responsibilities. I was being updated and goals were being met, but personally and professionally, it wasn't to a justifiable standard in my eyes at that point. Uh, You know, I started taking a look at the relationships that I have, you know, around me and the relationships that I'm looking to have, uh, strengthen, uh, you know, if there was, you know, a a space in the thought process or something like that. I wanted to look at it a little bit more molecularly. I didn't want to stress out about it or anything like that, but I wanted to find out in a reflection of myself, what could I be doing differently to connect on a deeper level with people? And then I started to realize that I had different habits where I was listening, but I wasn't hearing people. Um, you know, I, I wasn't connecting the way that I should in certain instances because I was multitasking too much. I was doing too much at one time and not giving the, the people that were talking to me or people that were trying to explain something to me or even help me out with things, the attention that they deserved because I was doing three or four other things. 
that emotional connection episode was a really awesome reflective episode for myself as well as the listeners because everybody has a certain degree of lack of emotional connection and what brings us back to the roots of that what makes that important and why is it beneficial to those around us no matter who you are right and so that was a really game-changing episode and a lot of people enjoyed it number 18 is the satori episode um this is a beloved episode in this season um and it was also a dark horse i had stumbled across it when doing japanese research and you know there's no question that certain spiritual practices took precedence over others this season and this was one of them it was a common recurring theme this year and it was definitely enlightenment and that's what satori was all about and i found myself asking what keeps me intrigued what keeps me hopeful about the future what does impact feel like when it's selfless can selfless impact exist in today's society and peeling the onion of this buddhist practice it really helped me in the weeks to follow by seeing the forest through the trees and being okay with not having instantaneous results on anything this practice really helped me to realize and will help you too if you end up going back to listen to it again that sometimes the biggest things that mean the most are totally worth waiting for that instant gratification sometimes is what trips us up and you know planting the seeds to your future garden uh you know imagining your future self thanking you for some of the things that you've done proactively you know sometimes that is the best lesson and practicing that satori really helped me to fall in line with that goal number 19 was the episode adaptation and edda i had talked about edda forever in the podcast she is someone that we are two totally different people and have very different personalities but we went through the same surgery uh, and the same struggles in our life at the exact same time and that's what brought us together and we've been friends ever since and I've been trying to get her to make a cameo on the podcast for quite some time she has a YouTube channel called hefty girl weight loss h-e-a-f-t-y girl weight loss at YouTube and that's how I found her and she you know is very truthful and very matter of fact and has no filter whatsoever in what she shares and that's what I loved there was no um there was no trying to uh be tactful about what people thought she didn't care about that she just wanted to help people only she was brave enough to do it on YouTube and when I was going through everything with the surgeries and the fear and the anxiety and and worry and and my weight loss and you know some of the experiences that she was having uh, really bonded us as friends and I still to this day tune in for every single new episode that she has out even though we talk all the time every day almost and it was a really amazing experience to be able to join forces and be able to discuss a little portion of our journey now because we were connecting across the country and uh, it was the first time I had done a phone interview with anybody it was choppy it was hard to do but it gave so much perspective as to why this journey is important whether you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to better yourself or you're trying to live in the moment uh, if you're trying to look at life as if every day was your last day 
you know, you would be facing some of the challenges that her and I have had to push through and some stuff that she's pushing through today that I have never had. She ended up having double surgery. She has lost so much weight. She's getting married. She's got all of this, these life changes that occurred in the last couple years since we had started this journey. And um, it's just been fascinating to watch. It has been, um, you know, an inspiring movement to um, be able to watch her life unfold as she feels for me. And so being able to include her in this part of my life, as she has done for me in many YouTube episodes, she has mentioned me. And when I go to California, she's going to get me on camera. I told her she's the only person that I would do that for. Um... It has been life-changing, and that episode and being able to do that interview, even though it was just a very short couple of uh, cameos that she made in the video, um, was a reminder of just how far you come. You know, when you get together in podcast episodes or when you get together in YouTube episodes, the time passes faster than you think it is, and you don't realize that there's so much movement in your life happening. There's so much learning and mentorship in part of that journey that, um, you know, when you get to look back, it's a real, um, it's a real page turner, uh, to, to see how far you've come after all of that. Number 20 and our final one, uh, is, you know, the karma, the, the, the karma science, uh, the connection that the shared energy, uh, being together, even if you're apart and, um, you know, having COVID, right? So, um, you know, it would all come full circle. The karma science, speaking of, you know, you start this movement and becoming your best self and dealing with pain and death and, <coughs> excuse me, you, you know, try to look at life as, as I said, just as if, you know, every day was going to be your last, every moment was going to be your last. And you think about, all of my days up until today, have I lived them the right way? Am I being a good enough person? Am I giving enough of myself? Am I giving too much of myself? How close am I to accomplish, accomplishing these goals? Do these goals even mean anything for the long term? You know, and then the connections. The connections were important in this season. You know, the emotional connections, being there for one another, spreading kindness, um, being generous when you can be generous. You know, we we had inflation come in. We had gas prices skyrocket. We had unemployment rates rise. We had interest rates, mortgage rates. People were out on the street. They couldn't afford their rent anymore. It was a lot of moving. A lot of people moved and changed jobs. And, you know, there was an incredible amount of change that happened that enforced us to have stronger emotional connections in this season. And, you know, putting that information out there and having the good things happen to you in regardless of all of the things that was happening in the country was an amazing shift for everybody who listened. It was amazing for me. This podcast ended up being a go-to for different, you know, places that I was at in my life for different parts of the year. And that's what, you know, built and polished uh, so much of a strong connection with my listeners, with the people on Instagram, with, um, you know, within my own family, within, you know, under this roof. Uh, you know, just strengthening those relationships was part of the win 
uh, this season. And it was a blend of, you know, physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, you know, some of those tips from the, the first episode of the Revelation series, you know, with the Instapot, the Crock-Pot, the, you know, air fryer, healthy eating with those items, you know, you're also buying things at a discount. Maybe you're going to the produce market and getting fresh foods for cheaper than going to the freezer aisle and getting unfresh foods that, you know, or creating your own frozen food section at your house with your food saver where your money is going to last you longer. And so where in the first season we talked more about investing and, you know, throwing your money into different bank accounts so that they can start building interest and, you know, you can start paying things in that regard. This season we took a little bit of a turn and talked about how you can work yourself financially so that you can actually benefit your health mentally, physically, your connections with people. Like everything is connected. And I think that was also a recurring theme uh, in this in this last season. So finally, and you know, I gave you guys an honorable mention. And um, it's just for the closing of the episode since I'm talking you guys' heads off um, the last two episodes. We have uh, the introduction of The Alchemist coming up in the next time you'll be tuning into this podcast. And I chose The Alchemist because a lot of people were telling me, this book is going to change your life. This is right in line with everything that you are thinking, everything that you're doing. Now, obviously, at this time, as I record this episode, the reading of The Alchemist is finished, and you will be hearing it for the first time here uh, soon. What's crazy is that in reading The Alchemist, I, you know, didn't see a whole lot of the uh, parallels between my life and the life of, uh, you know, the, the sheep herder in the story. It was afterwards that I started to realize all the aha moments and I wanted to talk about it in closing of the Revelations finale of season two uh, to give you something to anticipate, to give you something to look forward to. In the meantime, uh, I highly suggest going back and listening to all the season two episodes over and over uh, that are going to help you be strong. They're going to help motivate me to write the content for the next season. And of course, if you have anything that you want to send me because I'm taking some time off, I'm still very much here. I am very much present. Uh, I am, you know, listening to the podcast. I am making notes on it. I'm available on the Life Over Matter podcast Instagram page. Uh, And I take those ideas. You know, you can email me some of the things that intrigue you at evelynkish at yahoo.com. It's my main email address. And, you know, I really, um, I think that we're making an amazing movement with the podcast episode. So um, The Alchemist is about to prove to you uh, this month uh, that it's it's a good find. It's a unique find that's out there that will, uh, again, change your life. You know, Into the Light was a, a life changer spiritually. Uh, the Untethered Soul was a life changer for center consciousness. And The Alchemist is, you know, what it's all about. It's, it's the inspiration for life. And I realized that as I read it, you know, the journey will remind you of that of your own it's you know the sheep herder he's 
you know, in every one of us. He lives inside every one of us. And, and the search for our personal legend, right? The purpose, all the bad days. Why do they happen? Why are you having a bad day? What is it for, right? He gains perspective. He loses it. He gets his worth stolen from him by thieves and has his life threatened, has to leave a great love on the faith that they will meet again and not knowing if they ever will. And he still perseveres. In this podcast, that's the real true grit of it all. Life is about these goals leading to our ultimate happiness and the satisfaction of others. But the journey, the journey is the hurdles, the pivoting, the unexpected, the recovery is where the magic lies. The story of our lives in their entirety is the polish that makes us strong. It's in our chapters, in our life, where we realize that the little things were the big things all along. And the big things were not as big as we thought they were. Until the next season, I hope that you enjoyed season two. And I can't wait to talk to you again. Until we meet again, I hope that you enjoy all of the episodes in season two and the upcoming Alchemist. And have an amazing morning, a great afternoon, and a good night. Thank you.